What a beautiful day to be alive here. You might hear some helicopter pads in the background, some, I don't know, honking boats um, or the sound of the peaceful, peaceful water, whatever it is. But I can't believe that I'm in person with Jordan Gross, the legend himself from Northwestern. And uh, it is a beautiful day to be alive as always. Jordan, welcome to the show. And why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, well... This has been a long time coming. We haven't seen each other in person for almost a year. So this is absolutely spectacular. We're here in New York City, right by the East River. Just like Brandon said, we got some boats coming in. We got the waves going. It's like 85 degrees. I'm certainly sweating. Brandon, the (laughs) fitness machine is not. But anyway, I'm just really excited to be chatting, especially in person, because it has been such a long time. And I hope I get to ask Brandon some questions about his his last year of, of self-exploration and discovery, and we'll flip the script a little bit as I've been doing so many podcasts. I finally want to be able to ask some questions, so this might be a little different in that regard, but you know, it's just such an exciting time to uh, be chatting, and we've got a really beautiful scenery here, so yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be awesome. Word. So... You got to be awesome. That's, that's, that's the quote every day. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe your journey. Um, I mean, you're, you're a wildcat, right? So <laughs> go, go wildcats, right? My brother went to Northwestern. Um, but yeah, tell the listeners about your journey. Yeah, so I, I come from a very on-paper, by-the-book type background. And even dating back to when I was in middle school and high school, I was a good athlete and a good student so the next logical spot was to go to a good college and I I went to Northwestern and I studied economics and you know the the only logical next choice was to get internships in finance and consulting so that's what I did and after that I didn't really know what I was going to do coming out of school so I decided to get a master's in management studies and then during that year I started really being a little bit more intentional about the person who I wanted to become. So in hearing that word passion all the time, I decided that my passion was in the restaurant world. I got a position at a big restaurant group in New York City where I was working 15-hour days, just doing what I thought I loved in the restaurant world, interacting with guests, leading a team of people who were, you know, some three times my age. I had a very prestigious title and I was making a lot of money and all that good stuff on paper was not who I was supposed to be. It was not who I was. I, I was cert- I was fine. I was happy. I was positive and optimistic, but I just knew there was a misalignment between what I was actually doing and the impact I was supposed to be making on the world. So I quit that job in about four months, and then I wrote my first book, Getting Comfy, and it's been it a was full- a bestseller, by the way. <laughs> It's been a full immersion in this world ever since, and here we have our first helicopter sound, but, uh, you know, there's been turbulence, just like there, there is on everybody's path, but throughout the entire journey, I've allowed myself to fail freely, as Brandon puts it, and I have engaged in so many different conversations and opportunities and experiences, I've sort of gotten a feel for who I want to be in this world and now it's I want to write books I want to help people I want to coach them I want to speak and uh, come up with new concepts and topics that really optimize the way that people live according to 
their purpose according to what's most fulfilling for them. So at this stage in the game, I've got a new concept, I've got a new coaching program, speaking platform, and book coming out called The Journey to Cloud9. And uh, it's all about how you can attain that Cloud9 feeling by living your life according to your true sense of meaning and purpose. So that's where we're at now, and uh, that's, uh, that's where I see myself going for the foreseeable future, is going on my own Cloud9 journey and allowing others to uncover theirs as well. Yeah, thanks for the intro, Jordan. He's also a, a TEDxer, best-selling author. Um, so, yeah. He's got, he's got all the works. He's, he's also one of the most authentic people I know. So I guess this journey to cloud nine, right? So we talk about um, happiness in the present. We talk about happiness in the future, right? We're all yeah. doing things to get to a certain point. Sure. So on your journey to cloud nine, maybe define what cloud nine means. Yeah. And how do you um, determine whether a cloud nine moment is happiness in the moment or whether it's going to get you to happiness in the future? And how do you define those boundaries? Yeah, so... One of my favorite quotes, it's actually going to be the epigraph for the journey to cloud nine, and this is how I'll define living a cloud nine life. The quote goes as follows. Someone once told me the definition of hell, and that it's on my last day on this earth. The person who I became will meet the person who I could have become, and those two people are complete strangers. But someone also once told me the definition of heaven, and it's that on my last day on this earth, The person who I became will meet the person who I could have become, and those two people are identical twins. So a cloud nine life for me is somebody who is living purposefully in shortening the gap between the person who they could become and the person who they are currently being in the moment, right? So it's about telling that story where at the end of your life you get to say I I lived my life according to who I wanted to be it wasn't based off of society it wasn't based off of my peers it was based off of me it was based off of myself that's what a cloud nine life truly is it's that freedom to live based on on you that's that's what a cloud nine life is all about and a, a cloud nine moment actually is uh I think a cloud nine moment comes in different packages for different people right And if you've never experienced a cloud nine moment before, then there's no sense in searching for one because you're gonna have to let it come naturally. But if you have experienced a cloud nine moment in the past, then these moments can really escalate. And the more you are aware of of how you created that first one and what the events were like and what the, the values were like and what the experience was like in and of itself, the more you can have a cloud nine moment every single day and ultimately live that cloud nine life that you are expecting right so that's the real difference in having cloud nine moments and you know i would say if you look at what a cloud nine moment can do for a person right there are really two options and you get the chance to tell stories about your life that's what a cloud nine moment is all about it's a moment in which there was a story that changed who changed who you are or, you know, it changed how you feel, it changed how you act, it changed how you live, right? And I see a cloud nine moment as providing two options. And the first one is you can uncover a cloud nine moment. And if you uncover a cloud nine moment by going through your memories and telling stories, then you get to realize what it takes to have more cloud nine moments. Or you can leverage a cloud nine moment. So you can uncover or you can leverage, right? 
And when you leverage a cloud nine moment, you can use that experience you know put you on cloud nine in order to live according to your cloud nine definition, right? Your purpose, your meaning, what's most fulfilling to you. So it's about uncovering the moments and then leveraging them. That's Those are the two things I see with uh, with the cloud nine moments. I love that. So so uncovering is, is the past, right? It's like re, revitalizing and rebirthing these amazing moments of maybe friendship or this... That, that, that planted a positive seed on your journey and then yeah. unlocking kind of in the future that's also yeah, part, of, part mm-hmm. of what's part of it so we have this kind of stigma in society where it's like be present be so present but isn't that funny how for you and I at least I know that I found so much joy out of rebringing to life present or, or past moments and kind of uncovering future moments and that's a critical part of, of being present and, and because it allows you to actually enhance presence especially with quality relationships especially with quality moments that you were super present on I guess my question to you would how would you distinguish being satisfied and happy with a cloud nine moment yeah. and then like without worrying about what's going to be the next cloud nine moment or without searching for happiness so you can be happy in the present and just live life on right. cloud nine right right so essentially in this self-help world when we're being told what to do how we should live there's advice everywhere there's information overload i think that something that's super important for me is that i never speak in definitives so when we consider presence right and we always want to always right that word always want to be present in the moment i tend to disagree with that right Because as you can see with these cloud nine experiences, sometimes you need to consider the past. You need to consider the future. I think we're all fooling ourselves if we try to (laughs) be definite in saying we always need to be right here, right now, right? So that's the first thing I'll say. It's that whenever you hear advice, open it up for interpretation. That's why the Journey to Cloud Nine book is a fiction book because I don't want to tell anybody what to do. I think everything is going to be different based on the situations where people are in in their lives. Um, so yeah, for, for me, I, I'm able to strike a nice balance between being present in the moment when I know that presence is required. You and I here speaking about our lives, right? We need to be present with one another, but that doesn't mean that we need to only speak about right now. Like we can speak about past moments. We could speak about our expectations in the future. That doesn't mean that we're not being present, right? I think it's, that that's my interpretation <laughs> of it, you know? So that's that's something I'll say, but but in addition to that, it's like yeah, there are, there are times when you need to evaluate the past in order to understand the present, right? You need to use all your resources you have available to you, so that uh, you're you're able to uh, ultimately uncover the the most ideal future, right? That's yeah. that's what it's all about at the end of the day, for yourself and for other people. No, I, I completely agree, and yeah, I, I, like right now, like I'm not like present with my breath rather than like this this morning when I was breathing for an hour with the ducks at five in the morning on a beautiful morning but I'm so present right now just being here and having a good time and I'm not really worried about anything else or we got some I don't know birds flying around us some yeah some cool things going on um so anyways so yeah so what about like specifically within your cloud nine journey right mm-hmm. like you've already created your dream life. You're already, like, you're already created your cloud nine, like, life. So, 
Like, is it really about uncovering more Cloud9 moments in the future? Or, like, how do you, how do you define that? So, and you and I have spoken about this a lot since you came back from your trip, especially because you have been living your Cloud9 life, and it's like, okay, what's next? I'm on Cloud9, here I am. Do I just keep doing this, right? Do I stay complacent, or is there something else, right? And for me, I believe that there's always something else. And, you know, you can, you can spew the other side and you can advocate for, well, you need to celebrate your successes and you need to be present. And yes, I, I agree with that, but it's to an extent, right? Life is all about moderation. So once we are satisfied with where we are, I do believe that there has to be something that's next. So for me, and I'll, I'll push you to maybe consider one of the ideas that we've been having for you in your future for me it's like i'm 24 and i I have this goal by age 30 i want to be a new york times bestseller right so for the next six years i have something that i'm working toward right and everything i do is really in alignment with that goal the key thing here is that i don't put too much pressure on the goal itself but rather i set that goal in order to challenge myself to become the person who can be a New York Times bestseller, to make the relationships, to do the marketing, to create the content, to to build the, the network, right, of somebody who has the capability of achieving that goal, rather than putting all of my focus on, this is a make or break, if I don't achieve this goal, it's the end of the world, you know? So it's, it's like one of these quotes that I, I love to share, from Cheryl Strayed, who wrote the book Wild. She said that she was at a yoga class and she was really frustrated because she couldn't do the poses like her instructor. She went up to the instructor and she said, "Uh, why am I doing yoga if I can never look like you and do the poses like you? So the instructor said to her, Cheryl, yoga is not about striking the perfect pose. Yoga is about reaching for it. And that's what it is in goal setting, right? It's about reaching for the goal rather than actually striking that perfect pose and attaining the goal, right? It's about who you can become in getting to where you want to be rather than just focusing on the end destination. Yeah, no, I, I love that. It's all about the journey and the process. And that's what I love about yoga is like every pose you do, let's say you do like 40 poses in a one yoga thing. The whole point of yoga is like, if you mess up on one pose, well then you got, you're, you're resetting and you got your new chance to perfect the next pose, right? And it's not so indicative on like if you mess up once and it allows you to have that cultivated mindset, yeah. it's okay to, to mess up and fail because yeah. we're, all, we're all human beings yeah. at the end of the day. Can I share one, one thing? That's, yeah, of course. Uh, it always makes me smile when I think about this. Um, have you ever seen the movie Bruce Almighty? Or it might have been Evan, Evan Almighty. Okay, Evan Almighty. Um... One of those two movies, but basically, and I'm not a super religious guy, I'm not that spiritual, but I love this quote from the movie, Morgan Freeman, he plays God, and he's he's talking to uh, Evan Almighty in the movie, oh, it's a bird. and basically they're talking about prayer, right? And when you pray for something, he asks the question, when you pray for something, do you believe that God gives you that thing? Or do you believe that God gives you the opportunity to attain that thing? And that's what goal setting is all about. When you set a goal, are you just looking to achieve the goal? Or 
are you focused on providing yourself with the best opportunity possible to get to where that goal lies, right? So it's a funny movie, but I really love that, that concept of you're being provided with the opportunity rather than the actual end. end. Like, yeah. yeah. I think there's, there's so much... There's so much like enjoyment out of movies and there's also so many life lessons you can get out of movies and it's it's like sometimes it's like oh no you you shouldn't watch a movie or you shouldn't binge on netflix but you really never know what mm-hmm. that netflix yeah. session or what that movie is gonna do to your life it could so unlock a cloud like yeah it yeah. could unlock a cloud nine moment it could allow you to have a cloud nine moment and i think that's that's beautiful i mean for yourself how do you create healthy boundaries within these cloud nine moments to make sure that you're pleasing yourself to make sure you're maintaining quality relationships with your friends with with your your communities how do you approach balancing those different sides out yeah so i have a very methodical and planned out sort of life and i would say it's just about time management and organizational skills so this is a little bit more implementable for people listening now but um you know, during the week, it's it's a grind. It's 15-hour days, just like I'm back in the restaurant industry, but it happens to be days filled with things that I want to do rather than what I have to do. But, you know, it's, it's this may sound silly to say, but I I'm, like to think that I'm as normal a guy as there can be on the outside <laughs> of that. And, you know, I, I take my Saturdays to really balance with my friends. I've got my, my phone on all day so I can be involved with any good banter that's going on with my friends with my family right take an hour a day to reach out to my mom my dad my brother so it's all about striking the balance with the people I know in my life who are you know most important to me I make sure that those relationships are at the forefront of every single thing that I do rather than keeping them on the back burner right Um, sometimes we can get caught up in if we do have a goal and we're trying to do everything we can do to become the person who achieves that goal, sometimes we forget about things that are not related to that goal. But because of this you know, heightened sense of self-awareness that I have, I know that my goals are going to be achieved even more so if I have people in my corner, people who support me, love me, and I, I can't give up on those relationships or even ever not have them as a part of my life every single day if I really want to uh, always perform the way that I know I can. For sure. And something that is really interesting that I've noticed and I would love to share with you is throughout my travels on on all these places, I've really um, come to the conclusion that cloud nine moments, especially really epic moments and really just timely, unique, just things coming together, right? Just that actually um, sometimes harms your ability to be able to um, connect back home or that harms your ability to really see how valuable your friends are who built you into like the beautiful self that we are today and are the best version of ourselves. So I guess for me, something that's just interesting, it's, there's not a question regarding, it's just something I've noticed is that when you get farther and farther away into things that you do enjoy, it could actually detract you from creating genuine, meaningful relations with your friends and family because you're just so present in that in that moment. So that's something that I've been really struggling with and really cultivating and working on. And now, I, because of that, I've put that to have cloud and moments with my friends and my family to be the top of my priority and realize how you could easily let that slip away when you get 
have these cloud nine moments in, in other places because you can create these beautiful moments with people all around the world and, and really crystallize that presence with them. So I just something to, to think about. Um, but dude, let's 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 flip the switch here. Yeah. And uh, dude, you're you're your podcast host, yeah. best selling author, TEDxer, Jordan Gross, and uh, yeah, we got uh, inauthentic, positive, determined D over here. So you you, you go for it. You ask whatever yeah. question you want. Okay, cool. So yeah, like you said, I've been podcast guesting on all these ninety shows and last 90 days and crazy tour right the opportunity to to ask questions and dive deeper into you now especially because you've had so many different experiences right so something that i'm curious about is do you think happiness changes cross-culturally that's a really really good question so no matter where we are in a, in a moment of time, it doesn't matter where we are, like what location, who we're with, there is a cloud nine moment there. there somewhere there, there is a cloud nine moment there. It's just in different settings, in different vibrations, at different times. And, and so in every single country, in every single place, in every single time, there is a cloud nine moment or there is happiness that's waiting to, to be found. Um, it's just a matter of how you can cultivate yourself to be the best you, to in- to integrate with whatever the best them is in that specific culture. So, some for example, when I was in Uruguay, right, like on a Saturday night, instead of like going out, one thing you could do is you could sit down and you could have mate with each other. So everyone holds up these thermoses, these massive thermoses of hot water, and it's this little um, circular round cup, and they're all like uniquely and, and coolly designed and you put this uh, green uh, yerba yerba mate powder um, and you basically put it in and you sip it right but it's a it's a whole nother vibration right you can never imagine it's almost like you getting a coffee with someone or enjoying like, a nice like like cappuccino on like a Saturday morning right, right. but in Uruguay it's, it's not gonna be a cappuccino on a Saturday morning it's gonna be like having the mate there right, right. so there's no matter where you go, like I said, everyone always asks me the question, what's your favorite place? You've been to 64 countries. It's like yeah. every place is my favorite place because in that moment, it was a cloud nine moment and I was being the best me, right? right. So it's just how you operate and, and, and how I would approach specifically finding happiness in these cross cultures or finding happiness, finding these cloud nine moments is by putting myself in boundaries that I feel comfortable being the best version of me that I enjoy doing, right? So like if there's a nice place and I just arrive and I'm like, what do I do for the next 15 hours? All right, maybe I'll go to a nice place up here for the sunset, right? Maybe I'll ride my bike on a, on a, on a sidewalk next to the trees, right? Maybe I'll go to um, an, an, an art gallery, right? So going to all these places where I enjoy, I can simulate myself, puts me the best chance to find and diffuse and, and create more beautiful happiness with more people. So. Do you, do you think that, given all of your travels, do you actually believe that people are fundamentally different in different parts of the world? Or do you believe that there are certain types of people all over the world and it just depends on who you're currently with or communicating with at that time? Say that one more time. Do you believe that culture can fundamentally create different types of human beings 
or do you think that it all is circumstantial and you can find good people in one place and bad people in another place and and things like that well i agree with your your second point that you can find like things in any moment but for example like if you're trying to be like uh or if you're trying to eat healthy right and you're trying to eat less meat right but in argentina and uruguay it's like every single every single place is 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 meat i mean you're born into that into that culture right so once again you can be a, a vegan like you can like like not eat but even just playing golf with this this guy who was in argentina for a week and i was like do you like meat he's like no but he's forcefully um he has to eat meat because there's no other options there right there their workers take him every day right so culture does have more of an impact on your boundaries for what experiences you're having but you can say all right i'm just gonna drink tea today and i'm gonna bring my own apple and that's gonna be my meal right so culture is a really good way to expand and and and, and understand more about how people operate how cultures operate and then utilize that to find greater opportunities to find your own happiness to find your own cloud nine moments and a lot of times the different cultures allow you to truly um fail in, in very comfortable ways to be like oh i don't i don't want to feel like i don't want to eat because people will say all the time oh i may eat meat for the last five days i feel crappy all right well that's good that's a, that's a positive because you're going to take that and you're not going to eat meat again so i don't know if i answered your question no i i totally understand that and what you're saying it's like because of your surroundings you're much more inclined to be one thing versus another but we are all human beings and we have our own decisions that we can make no matter who is there guiding us in any which way and direction so no, I, I, I totally understand what, where you went with that one yeah um, awesome very cool you want another dude go for it brother by the way, there's just a side note. There's there's some plastic, there's some plastic floating in the in the beautiful water next to us. It's grasped my attention. So, if you do have some time today, it would be amazing if you could either fill up your water bottle and and and, and hydrate with not a plastic bottle, or if you could the next time you go to the grocery store use a re- reusable recyclable bag because plastic. Um, is something that is, is going to be a, a huge factor in our future and seeing what it has done to, to the, the, the ocean and to the different fishes that potentially our parents or ourselves want to eat we don't want to be eating fishes with plastic or we don't want to be damaging the environment anymore because life is so beautiful so okay, I have a last question for you and I echo your sentiments even if you do use plastic, make sure you uh, rip the the can circles, right? So the fish don't get stuck in it. Um, also, check out 4Ocean. We were not paid to say anything about this, but 4Ocean is this really cool company where they've picked up over like 6 million pounds of plastic from the oceans and they create really cool bracelets out of all the plastic and, and all the garbage that they've and waste that they've picked up from the oceans. So... We could do a cool challenge, like plug we, there. yeah, we could we could do a we could we could buy some bracelets, donate um, some bracelets or something to someone who's a big plastic warrior. Yeah. So my last question for you is: Do you think there's a difference between happiness and fulfillment? Do I think there's a difference between happiness and fulfillment? Wow. 
I like that. Um, I would say that just like your your happiness is a complete journey, fulfillment is also a journey, and they're both they're both separate journeys, but they're also very correlated and interrelated. And so for me, I think on this journey, when I had my first cloud nine moment in South Africa and I kind of like awakened, I was, I was very happy and seeking fulfillment. And then I figured out how to be happy while getting fulfilled, how to enjoy like seeking that fulfillment. And now I figured out how to fulfill myself and now I'm readdressing how to create future um, maximal happiness for me to live long term, like we were saying. So I would say that it, they're, they're both a journey. They both come and go, and they're really good pieces to um, amplify each other, to to try to experiment with things, and to and they're always moving, right? It's it's not a, it's not one state. It's 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 a it's a state of, of constant movement. So I would say that they complement each other. Um, very well, just like the past and the future, and like we're in the present right now. So I would say that uh, they're they're a working machine, and they're both ways that when you maybe you're you're having an off couple of months or you're not feeling your best, they're ways to um, actually attract and and maximize and get back on track with more more happiness or more fulfillment. So I think they're both really cool ways to give yourself more challenges to 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 keep you to be blissfully dissatisfied rather than complacent. Um, so I think that they're both really positive parts of uh, the, the gift the, and the journey that we're on. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I, so we'll end it with this. Um, first of all, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the, the show. We would love to, to learn more about where can they where can they find you? Where can we pre-order this, this book? Yeah. Um, so everything about what we talked about today, the Cloud9... All that good stuff is at journeytocloud9.com. It's all spelled out, journey, T-O, cloud, N-I-N-E.com. And I share people from all over the world's Cloud9 moments every Tuesday and Thursday on LinkedIn, on my email list. And I also interview them as well about how they create their Cloud9 lives. So that's on the website, journeytocloud9.com. Nice. And and the last question I have for you is, you got a billboard. Yeah. Right, and it has something about whatever Jordan Gross Cloud Nine. Yeah. Well, you had one sentence. What would you say that uh, the the billboard would would say to sum up what it means to, to really uh, be on Cloud Nine? I would say that that billboard would have the phrase "Fear the what if more than you actually fear the what." Awesome. Well, brother, dude, it's been a it's been a complete pleasure. Yeah. Um, being being present, being nostalgic, being uh, opportunistic for the future. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I think both of us are are very very optimistic and, and hopeful about this this life and this this gift that we've all been given. So go out and and uh, just do your best and don't don't take life too seriously, right? You always taught me that. that is- and uh, that don't might be, be too, on the backup billboard. Yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, and uh, there's always there's always something to, to gain out of every uh, situation. So that's right. Much love and uh, 
Thanks again, Jordan. See you guys. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks so much.